Good buddy, uh, watch your watch your six is what I would be saying if I were able to download Microsoft Flight Simulator, a game that I paid money for and will not even start past the start menu. Even after updating my graphics drivers, even though I have a computer that costs as much as a car. Um, Microsoft said, hey, we will give you this for a dollar. And I was like, okay. And then I did not receive it. So yep. they, they knew yep, yep, yep. and there's re- they know there's really nothing I can do about it because it's a dollar. And also, what are they, what am I supposed to do? Like, am I supposed to, am I supposed to get on customer service and have, and this, this fictional person is of no particular race, but have fucking Tainish, Tainiqua explain Tell me all the ones and zeros over the over the phone to me. All hundred gigabytes of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's poor, the only other way to get it. Poor Declan. Poor, poor, poor Declan. You know, poor some of us, me. some of us uh, have had the opportunity to fly the friendly skies in micro, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Ooh. And uh, let me tell you, the three minutes that it ran before it crashed. Ooh. Pretty great. Pretty, pretty great. That's so many more minutes than I've gotten. Yep, Um, I just set everything to the easiest possible mode. Um, And the plane handled like a piece of wet cheese. I don't even know if cheese can be wet, but it is. And uh, and yeah, it it, uh, reached a point where it decided it didn't want to run anymore. And now it won't start. So... Yeah, you know... Too much power, you had it on web the whole time. That's true, yes. Um... Uh, yeah, no, I, I uh, you know, it seems like it would be a fun thing to enjoy that game. We have a friend <laughs> who has been able to appreciate many different places in the world and is sending us screenshots of all the places he's visited in his plane. And uh, no, I haven't, I haven't really seen this. I, uh, I don't want to do that. It's a good thing I don't want to. That it actually turns out uh, I don't like flight simulators anymore. And people who can play them are lame. Yep. Well, yeah, it's more about, you know, arcadey sort of story plot driven uh, airplane games. I get you. Uh-huh. I feel mm-hmm. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why so would you want to stimulate anything? I want my planes to have legs. I want my planes to have legs. And legs, I want to be taking on a, a, a planet destroying this planet destroying weapon. Um, I was talking. I, I said that game should have a PvP server. Why aren't there weapons? Man, that would be so much fun. They're really making, they're not really wasting opportunity. I know they're like, when you license stuff, the manufacturers don't let you destroy the things. So why don't you, they they should really get creative with it. They should, they should just have the, 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 the schlockied meth. Dunny, Dunny Dunn. Well, they should, no, they should go full GTA and just have it be like a sex pun or something. Yeah. 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 The, Why is not Rockstar making a flight sim? Why is not Rockstar developing this? The pisser. It would um, only be like 
it would only be like 75% is broken. But I would be able to open a, a mod menu and crank up my speed to 8,000 times and fly through the planet. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can't make $8 billion a month uh, on only a flight sim. So you, you know, got to let the users work that one in themselves. The, the, Rockstar has a really good grift going with their with their uh, online service. You know, like they're with they're making game. one game buy all their cocaine for an entire decade. Well, I mean, they they had, they had five, and then they put out Red Dead Two in a semi reasonable right. amount of time. So we can anticipate another GTA game in four years, and they don't have to do that. They could be totally doing like a Valve thing where they just have their they got it figured out, and they'll never make a game ever again. Yeah, um, it's, it would be tough to convince. It's how do you how do you convince the higher ups at Rockstar? Like, we need to make another video game. Why? Why? Yeah, what? Just make more stuff for the game. We already made no one of those game. video games. Yeah, we already did that. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I've decided that I am now officially the the Pinoy Terrence McKenna. I am uh, the, the South Side Alexander Shulkin. I'm okay. gonna be. I'm gonna be the psychedelic person with an attitude. Oh, you're finally bringing attitude to it. Yeah, I think that's something that's sorely missing. All these people who are into psychedelics are really stuffy, really, really stuffy people. Close-minded. Well, too. Uh, not yeah, not not edgy enough. Not uh, not in your face. Yeah, all all, all, <laughs> all passive. Yeah, why aren't you forcing drugs on people? Why why aren't why aren't we uh why why don't I mean, we have a Sonic the Hedgehog personality for for hard psychedelics? Um Hey kids, these aren't your I mean, there's, there, you can definitely you there's def you can definitely get some Sonic t shirts with where he's like where his his <laughs> eyes are bloodshot. Yeah, and he's yeah, and he's or you know, I'm sure there's been uh you know blotters with sonic's face on them like a really fucked up oh without a doubt let's see some terrible sonic acid art um would you rather go to a psychedelic convention or an astrology convention astrology what's your reasoning i can predict all of the all of the ways in which um wait what was the other one uh, this heart, a psychedelic conference, right? Or I, 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 I know all of the ways in which the psychedelics people are going to be shit. Whereas women can always find new ways to to surprise me. <laughs> that's why. That's why we keep them around. Is yeah, that, yeah. Uh, every so often, it's like, wow, I can't even. This is even beyond my understanding, my comprehension. Brings you down to earth. Really levels you out, man. Just like a good, hard, psychedelic trip in the middle of the hood, you know? Oh, dude, you know how, like, David Blaine took magic and brought it to the street? What would you even do at an astrology convention? Isn't that just like a, a, a carnival? Like, what? <laughs> uh, what Isn't that you, just a fair? Well, let's find out. Let's find astrology conventions. Like, there's, n there's no way it's, you're going to have a convention for just astrology. It's going to be... Let's see. Uh, ISAR 2020. Like I feel like astrology has been subsumed into like mental health, so those would be like combined. It would be like a, it would be like a mental illness convention, which is just a really a recipe for great. Just sounds like a great idea all around. Good, really great sex. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. The Sonic blotter art is pretty boringly competent. Hmm. Um, Disappointing. So this isn't, I've got ISAR 2020. This is an actual astrology convention. Their website's only a little broken. Um, from Earth to Air, the Great Mutation. The conference theme is Reimagining the Future. Okay. It, was, it was inspired by three long-term cycles related to the Jupiter and Saturn conjunction of December 17th and 20, the 21st of 2020 at zero degrees Aquarius. Oh, so is it, this is upcoming? Yeah, yeah. Uh, hmm. it, it is the end of the important 20-year Jupiter-Saturn synodic si, 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 cycle that began hmm. in May 28th, 2000. Second, it is the end of the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction cycle occur, uh, occurring in Earth signs since July 19th, 1802. So we're in for some real shit then. So, okay, so it's going to be all these women who think that the world is about to get way better because they think that the past 20 years, which is the 20 years that they've been alive, is particularly bad because they, like, watch the news or whatever. So yes. they're definitely going to be, like, super, super horny. The most peaceful time in human history. Um, they think that, yeah, they think that the peaceful. fucking, they think the Pax Romana is, <laughs> is, is fucking sliding in because of Jupiter. Like they're going to yeah, be yeah. ripping on the, <laughs> on the convention floor. Oh my God. That's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. That's, that's imagine, honestly, literally imagine the smell. The snail trails. Oh my God. Um, holy shit. I got to get my tickets to this bitch real fast. Where, where is it? I'm going to say Portland or Seattle. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, could be Austin. Where is this thing? Oh, if it's Austin, you already know I'm there. Yeah. yeah. Register here. It's on a WordPress page. Hey, I've done commerce on WordPress. It's not great. Okay. Where is this happening? Oh, do they move this shit online? It, I mean, is it still planned? Like, there's sort of a... Okay, so the, in 2021, there's going to be an in-person conference. Let's see. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Let's find out where previous conventions have taken place. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they even know. Yeah, there's oh, it's in Colorado. Colorado. Okay. At the Westin hmm. Hotel. Ooh, that's a nice hotel. What's what city? Uh, Westinghouse, I think. Let's that a city? See. Westminster, Westminster, Colorado. Ah. Um. So it's in the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, that's that's premium woo woo territory there. Still, probably some Mormons. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Are the Mormons down with astrology? Um. I feel like fuck it, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, they're like, there's probably a lot of women over there who would like pretend to be Mormon, right? Wish I could. Find Me- meanwhile, they're just reading tea leaves and shit. What's a Mormon? What's a what's a Mormon girl gonna do? What's with what, what's a Mormon girl up to? Um, what is Mormonism? I know the Mormonism was was uh, Joseph Smith, uh, and he he found he claimed mm-hmm. that Jesus was. Born in America or coming, I believe, reborn in America, right? Yeah, yeah something like that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, the, um, you know, the meat and potatoes, you know, every religion has its sort of backstory, its lore, you know. Mormonism is about um, 
ruthlessly taking over the world via any any means possible. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That checks so out. So it is worth it now. Now is a better time than ever to fuck a Mormon. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now is a better time than ever to bust in a Mormon. Uh, you know, I'm always down to bust in a Mormon. Mormons self-identify as Christian, but some non-Mormons consider Mormons to be non-Christian. Mom, Dad, this is my girlfriend, Bustina Mormon. <laughs> um, Bustina, Daddy. huge Mormon. Her middle name's uh, Bustina, huge. Bustina, it's, uh, yeah, her middle name's Huge Nut. Oh, Bustina, huge nut Mormon. Wait. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me, I, I, she is a virgin. Let me go legally off. change my girlfriend's name real quick. Uh, I should change my name. I, well, my name's good. I know people who have shit names that cha- should change their names. Like, uh, not like maybe necessarily their first name, but people definitely need some new last names. There are a lot of really garbage-ass last names out there. Um, and I think now is as good a time as ever to fix them. I mean, what's wrong? I mean, no way, man. The first names are out of control. Well, no, no, no. But they, uh, you, uh, that, they're a lost cause. Last names haven't, they're, they're, haven't they're changed in 8,000 years. Yeah, they're boring, though. That's what you want. Trust me. I want, where's, where's Smashers? Where are the Smashers at? You know, like... My guess <laughs> is the Smashers didn't do great evolutionarily. <laughs> <laughs> My guess is the Smashers were very were maybe not beloved by fellow members of their tribe. Maybe, they had maybe, very uh, sloped foreheads. Yeah, yeah. They Smashers sloped, were fucking brutal, dude. Sloped foreheads and very big clubs. Uh, they really all died in the night. Yeah, the Smashers met the Neanderthals, and it's like that is the fucking end of those two. Yeah. Um, I was re-listening to a podcast we did recently where we were talking about uh, like like. Uh, strange offshoots of humanities that got kind of rolled in to the yeah, general yeah. human, you know, uh, human species. Um, I would really fucking hate to see any of those guys. That would be a not good thing to see, I think. I'm really glad. I don't even gone. like seeing chimps. I'm like, ah. Oh, they're very off-putting. Or, I can imagine I, being him. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, I know how it feels. It's <laughs> I mean, very deep. The trauma is very deep in my uh in my uh chromosomes yeah we, how come you never go far enough back in one of them ass creed games to be a chimp <laughs> <laughs> does anyone propose this that's like that's both hilarious and unironically a good idea that would be something that would totally be in the assassin's creed game and you're the first you're the first chimp to ever commit murder you start the assassin it's like they, they have that idea and also it's like we finally have a protagonist of color and then it's like wait oh, my God. oh, oh. <laughs> we had two ideas people liked but then oh combined yeah. bad uh, and <laughs> but if you're gonna do that you need to bring back the original concept of assassin's creed where you're going into like a chamber or something so he could come yeah, out yeah. of the dream so he can come out of the dream and be like whoa oh whoa, the so um uh, the the there's a game called Ancestors: The Humankind Odyssey, which was directed by the director of Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, this I've never heard of this. No, it's like fucking a Ancestors: The Hum. That's how 
Oh God, we we, we do live in a in a fucking Pe- panache digital games. We we do live in a fucking simulation or something. There's no way this ever. Well, or if you just Google video game with animal, you'll you know Google Half Life with whales. You'll find no, but but, the, but it's the fact that it was directed oh, by direct by the Assassin's sure, Creed yeah. dude. Or well, somebody who worked I mean, in Assassin's Creed. Did, did he direct it, or was he just? Oh no, he didn't direct Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. He worked on Assassin's Creed. He created the Assassin's Creed series. Oh, he did. Yes. Oh, right. It does say that here. What in the fuck? So he. There so yeah, it turns out that that's just a logical extension of the idea of of going far enough back in your ancestry. Um, Become monkey. Um. But yeah, um, I'm going to become a very obnoxious uh, psychedelic guy now. Um, and I'm going to constantly be telling people about um, how my DMT experience uh, made me pretty much convinced that there are aliens trying to contact us. Um, I um, like um, usually when I want to like because uh, I because I'm a snob and I obsessively obsessively uh, like categorize people. Of course. Um like usually, you know, it takes me a while to figure out a, a group like browsing, you know, the for, like whatever forums for years and years. And it took me like probably like two weeks to figure out stoners. Um, and there's like really nothing there. Like they're, uh, they're, they're not even really people. I still see, I just saw a tweet like yesterday that went like, this is like, they all, they all think this. And like, you know, Joe Rogan says shit like this. They're like, Hey, I can't, weed is illegal and it's totally socially acceptable to be an alcoholic. It's not acceptable to be an alcoholic. Of fucking course it's not because you're <laughs> conscious. Like they, they're, they don't live in, in the real world. Yeah. Um, they, they're like, it's totally acceptable to be drunk all the time. This is ridiculous. I can't smoke one <laughs> joint at my grandma's funeral to calm, to calm my nerves. Yeah. Yeah. And because I have anxiety. But if I were drunk all the time, everyone would love me. It's like, yeah, because you'd be less obnoxious. Fucking fuck. What is it? The fifties? Like you're working in like an office where you go get drunk on your fifties? More like the 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 fucking teens, the nineteen teens, tens. If you were if you were in the right businesses in the fifties, you'd be well. Yeah, if you were having a good time, sure. If it it was the teens, it was it was uh, whoever was the drunkest was just the most fun guy. (laughs) That was, he was the boss. Well, the thing is, yeah, of course, because, you know, everybody's dying in the fields doing physical labor. And they're like, well, this is the only way I can make this any better, I think, is to just uh, be so drunk I can barely stand up. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, that's probably that's, how most jobs work. That's the truth they're trying to keep from you. Oh, man. Um, yeah, no, that's that's pretty funny. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. I, it's it's... Yeah specifically when like people recognize who have like a decent understanding of um, like what psychedelics are doing as far as like overloading pattern recognition. So that you're seeing patterns and everything. Yeah. That's and the how, other th- yeah. And like, they're aware of the fact that, you know, it, it, they're also your, your brain is searching for faces or recognizable things inside of these patterns, which would conceivably generate, you know, um, faces, or, you know, these, these quote-unquote machine elves or things like that. But then they come out on the other side completely convinced. They, they can comprehend both those things at once, but not understand how they might be related somehow. 
It's very yeah. strange. Yeah, that's exactly it. Is that like I can't imagine doing acid twice and then not understanding how it works, and yeah. and being like, well, um, none of these things I'm seeing are real, but all of these thoughts I'm having are definitely very meaningful. <laughs> Uh, because the parts of your brain that do the eyes and the parts that do uh, everything else are are totally separate. Uh, and uh, it's uh, my favorite. I, I just, I, I love, because they also really get, they get very defensive about like all the craziest, about crazy like acid stories about people losing their minds. Mm-hmm. And because um, they'll be like, oh, you know, they'll be like, look at this crazy uh, anti- uh, drug film from like the 70s it is this he takes you know one hit of acid and then does something crazy and then mm-hmm. if you search like the subreddit for like runs bus <laughs> it's like i've seen stories of at least three people like actually running in front of specifically a bus not even a car mm-hmm. like a like a like a yeah, full-on yeah, yeah. bus like it would be like a comical type of like fucking yeah like, like movie it's, situation. it's always getting naked fighting people and then running in, either jumping out a window or running in front of a bus and then never, ever, ever being the same ever again. <laughs> and they're just like, dude, come on. Schedule one. That's, re- you know. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a- and it, they'll like, it'll be their first time and they'll take one, uh, you know, standard dose and they'll just get naked and fight people. And they, they, you know, it's just a bit, you know, some people have a bad reaction, but they really can't accept it. Well, cer- certainly people have a bad reaction and also people take, doses that are not necessarily what they're labeled as and like it's uh it's it's still fucking the wild west it's shit we've only known about scientifically for less than 100 years or maybe 150 at this point um well no they think that cavemen were doing mushrooms to to speak you know (laughs) yeah uh, that's how they got the speaking ability because you get way better at talking when you're really really high on psychedelics but like even if you have like the stoned ape thing that's not gonna pass genetically like th- that's not how that would work. I mean, gotta, well, like, you have you have a genetic predisposition to want to eat some fucking weird mushrooms growing around. I guess is the idea. Um, or if it's it, you know if it's been planted there by aliens, it could probably alter your DNA. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I um I, I'm also not some. I'm also of the belief that these things should definitely be at least legal and regulated. Um, but um, there there's I think there's such a backlash to the fact that they are these these uh, somewhat elusive substances, you know, like the fact that you have to you have to go about finding them, you know, you can't just go out and get them. And yeah, no, I don't. A, yeah, a, a I, backlash. I, yeah, anyone who has ever worked retail knows that ninety nine percent of the population should not be getting their hands on really anything of their own volition. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and having fucking people be like, ah. It's, yeah, what like three of these? That's probably fine. You know? yeah, and it's Without, like, they make such a big deal about how dangerous alcohol is. It's like you need to purposefully drink as much as possible to try and harm yourself. Like it's not you're not going to accidentally do, you know, an order of magnitude more booze than you thought you did. Whereas um, you're dealing with microscopic amounts of material with with uh, all this shit. Um, and just imagine like. Imagine being somebody who has no idea what they're in for. I remember any, like, uh, not that I've ever taken psychedelics or ever will, of course, uh, in case I go into the military someday. Um, uh, not that it's, 
I remember just like looking it up obsessively for like months, you know, like before I, I was ready in any way. And 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 uh, I guess pe- people just like will take anything if they go to like a oh, yeah. festival or something. Absolutely. And it's and like I obsessively like test. I give you you make sure you test it, and you make sure you're taking like like the appropriate dosage. But no, people will just pop that shit like it's fucking candy and have no idea what's going on. And, oh, it's, yeah. and uh, it's just it's crazy. Um, so I don't know if that's a byproduct of that stuff being you know illegal and sort of in an underground. Or if uh, if people would still be consuming it like that if it was something you could get your hands on, um, like a head shop or something. I just think of all the people who would who would uh, be like, "Oh, I see this cure depression. Well, mom just died. Pop, pop. Just yeah. Oh, <laughs> what's this? What's this? Like three hours? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's fucking. And then they then then they would blame everything except the 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 thumbprint of acid they just ingested or, it, for, or their, if, uh, for their depression if they're if they have some sort of pre predisposition for like schizophrenia you know um which that's no joke because you might get some wires crossed that can't get uncrossed as far mm-hmm. as like rec- you know <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe you weren't aware of the fact that there were a lot of uh government agencies out to get you all the time but you take that acid and then you see it all I would like to take enough uh, psychedelics one day to convince myself that I'm really being gang stalked. I feel like that would finally, I feel like that would uh, really close that, you know, I feel like a poser with this, with this podcast title. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's funny that you mentioned that, but like the, the extreme paranoia, um, and, and the, uh, so uh, an element of, at least from my brief, admittedly, um, like look into the psychedelic community is the idea that consuming psychedelics makes you in some way uh, more objective and and more capable of uh, like looking in and like seeing a more objective version of reality. Um, meanwhile, <laughs> there's so much egoism behind it. I feel and, and uh, like the idea that you're you're being contacted by other forces or that you can even look at things objectively. Um, just some yeah, of the, the, ego, the ego thing is weird considering like one of the one of the most common side effects of a large dose is the belief that you are god <laughs> yeah what how, how does that work i guess i guess you, i guess if you i guess you can feel like you're god without an ego but you know it's how does that how does that help you it just means you just you lost the ability your brain lost the ability to tell the difference between you and the and the couch over there because you're so fucking high yeah it's the fine line between thinking that you that uh everything is one and thinking that everything is you and you most know? people most people are like um like they're like like you don't really like um see that very often like you know because it's like the literal, like watching someone in that state is like embarrassing. So like they, 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 they know that. So they don't like get a lot of film of it. But one time I saw a YouTube video of a guy talking about a time he like was like, he like took like a couple tabs to like walk down to the beach or whatever the fuck these Jesus people do. Christ. And uh, cause he's British and probably he's, he hated his parents. Well, the British, the British, the British are a whole other species entirely. And uh, just like, just like totally had an ego death on the way, just like got lost and like was like laying down in the field. And he's like, 
um, describing how beautiful it was. And then it cuts to, cause he was videoing himself as he does it. And he's like fucking in a neck. He's next to a pathway somewhere um, in like shitty England. It's like cloudy. And he's like, he's literally drooling all over the place. He can't control his drool. Just a and it's like five straight minutes. And all he says is, I'm fucking trippy balls. Fucking <laughs> and he's drooling. His dog is next to him. His dog has no idea what to do. <laughs> he's fucking I mean, losing it. Can you oh, imagine man somebody um and this is a discussion in of itself of of uh, academia but can you imagine being somebody who wants to like research psychedelics and the only exposure that most people have to psychedelics is people actively gravely lunatics while on them it's like oh my fucking god it's like it's an uphill because you need people to be exposed to it but at the same time um in order for it to be more normalized but at the same time the exposure they're getting is this this insanity <laughs> and 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 fucking Sonic the Hedgehog blotter blotter sheets. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I wonder. Do they tell you like what's going to be going on if there's like a like a college like a trial? Because like you know everyone would lie about having PTSD or depression or whatever if you you could get a big old dose of uh, of uh, psilocybin and sit down next to a lady for a few hours. That's that's the that's the lamest situation to take it in though. I don't want to be in a lab. I don't want to be near anyone. I don't want to know how fucked up would it be yeah. to be really, really high in psychedelics and you know for a fact people are watching you recording what you're doing. What if you're, well, they're she's writing it down, but they're not gonna, what if you were recording a YouTube prank video and you were just, oh. uh, I don't know. How come punk never got into psychedelics? How come really punk never would be like, it's like, okay, we, I'm going, Jennifer Aniston's going to Starbucks and we just laced her coffee with a thousand mics of acid. <laughs> you just got punk, Jennifer Aniston. Um, I've always, I've, I've, I've wanted to get into the, I've, I've wanted to become a dealer recently because drug dealers are fucking stupid if they're still selling mushrooms there are chemicals that are exact the exact same shit that are legal and you can buy for 20 bucks for like 50 doses make a killing undercut all the local mushroom dealers they're probably not carrying guns because they're mushroom dealers and not yeah they're mushroom dealers. dealers and not crack dealers yeah yeah um oh fuck oh god it's got a charlie horse oh shit what the fuck um I told you to stop punching yourself in the leg as a nervous tick um i uh, so I spoke to one of, one of my my coworkers recently, who are not a coworker. There's somebody that that I, I'm a freelancer and we freelance together. And uh, he he was uh, I I know that he was a cocaine addict in, during like the uh, 80s and 90s. Hell yeah, um, that's a long time to be a cocaine addict. And I'm like, hey, can you tell me about that? Because we have that kind of relationship. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure, dude. So he went, he went through the whole thing. And he's like, yeah. So Typical cokehead voice. Yeah, man. Whoa. Uh, and this is the thing that I've noticed is that if you if you did a lot of cocaine at one point in your life, you're now a very serious caffeine addict. Like, <laughs> There's just mm. no – that's the trade you make is like you're going to have liquid shit for the rest of your life. <laughs> but you won't die of a heart attack maybe. Um, but uh, – so I was talking to him. And he's like, yeah, so I started doing cocaine, you know, um, when I was uh, like a sophomore in high school. And, and uh, <laughs> which it's like, that's, first of all, I don't even think I could have got, I don't, couldn't have even begun to get cocaine if I was in high school. I would have no way, no, no connections to possibly make that happen. No, of course not. Um, and then he's like, yeah, so yeah, I was doing cocaine in high school pretty regularly. 
And then when I started working, my manager was, uh, he was really into Coke. And then, you know, we started doing Coke every single day on the job. And then after was a while. Was he a salesman? Because that's. No, he know. was not. Ah. Uh, yeah, if it was a salesman, it would be cool. But he was not. He was like a working in a factory or something. So it's really okay. sad. Uh, and he's like, yeah. So then after a while, I was kind of like, uh, you know, just by choice living out of my car. And uh, every, you know, every, then every night it was basically like crack whore, do a bunch of coke, crack whore, do a bunch of coke. And then, you know, for about, I think it was in like 92, I was addicted to crack cocaine for like eight months. And then he was, he, was, <laughs> he got out of it because he uh, was at a crack party, which is apparently a thing, which sounds like the lamest party, frankly. Um, and he, he, Somebody at the crack party was convinced that he had stolen their crack, which is that's one of that's one of the biggest dangers at a crack party. That's the worst possible thing that you can hear in that moment, for sure. Also, like, one of the worst crimes you can commit at a crack party is stupid. stealing a man's crack. Are you bogarting my crack, dude? Uh, <laughs> but uh, this is a crack mutiny. <laughs> Hey man, I invited you over for a nice time. We were gonna watch. <laughs> we were to watch Dallas on TV, and uh, <laughs> we, were gonna, we were gonna see who shot Jr. And now he stole my crack, and I'm just really hurt, man. Now I don't have because, any crack. Now I'm bored because, and I got all these hoes I was gonna fuck while on crack, and now they're gonna be disappointed because I can't fuck, and it's all your fault. Uh, so yeah, that was. Uh, so his life was in jeopardy for a good while. And then that's what led him to get to get clean was uh, having his life in danger by a crack addict who was convinced. Oh God, it wasn't just that night. It was he fucking kept on him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the, he was out to get him, basically. So he had to book. And then there was a period of time where he was just like, if this person sees me, they will kill me. Awesome. Um, yeah. And that's so, kind of what you want as a coke addict. You want some excitement. Yeah, for sure. I definitely. Um, the, the crack horrors don't do it at a certain point. Uh, I don't even know where I was going with that, but I just thought that was a super that was interesting a fun story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's another thing. While I can just get all my uh, my hatred of stoners out, they they sure. all they always say that uh, that crack and cocaine are the exact same drug, and and yet one carries higher sentences. And it's like, why would anyone make crack if it were the same thing? <laughs> why would you mix it with baking soda and then cook it on medium heat? roughly eight to 12 minutes uh, on a stove if it were the exact same drug wasn't uh, my understanding is that it's easier to to sell small amounts of crack than it is to deal in powder um but, but, but if there's more of it uh, that's all i know it's though. a larger volume oh sure so you're basically cutting it yeah for sure no, um, it vaporizes so it's just like it's cocaine but it lasts two minutes and it makes you go insane <laughs> Well, I'm, say, I'm saying that the, you're, you're cutting it when you're when you're putting it in, when you're turning it from cocaine into crack yeah. cocaine. Oh yeah, yeah. But it also yeah. has a totally different effect. For sure, yeah. It's a way, way high, longer, shorter period, higher intensity. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's like snorting. They're not cokeheads walking around, uh, you know, fucking San Francisco. They are yeah. called crackheads for a reason. Yeah. It's not their preference. Neither it's not like their aesthetic preference. Bro. Um. I, you know, we you want to live forever, smoke cigarettes and cigars. We should take crack back. <laughs> Operation take crack back. We're going we're gonna to reclaim crack and make it cool again. Make crack cool again. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, uh, hmm. what do you need to do to make crack cool? You need to, well, you need to be you need to become friends with people who are addicted to cocaine, mm-hmm. which is basically like New York comedians, right? Yeah. So you need to get in with them, uh, and then you'd be like, "Hey, um, you're a uh, you're a fellow believer in uh, in science, right, my fellow my fellow redditor?" Are you, are you uh, claiming you could, that I don't believe in science? Well, what if you could ingest this cocaine in the most efficient manner possible? Efficiency is my game. Let's, <laughs> let's do it, friend. Uh, and you would be doing the world a service because you would have a bunch of New York City comedians overdosing. You, <laughs> can you overdose on crack? That sounds amazing. <laughs> you know, I want to go on heroin. You, you don't want to overdose on crack. You definitely want to overdose on heroin. I feel like how would you even overdose on crack? Like, what would you even? That would be tough. I think you probably, probably mixed with like withdraw, fentanyl. Do you just withdraw to death? Is that is that the fate of? A I don't crackhead? even know if you can. I don't know if I don't think stimulant withdrawals are even deadly or dangerous. How to how to die from crack? How, how, just, how, <laughs> how, do, how do crackheads die? You're gonna get the the suicide hotline uh, number on, how, on top. How do, how do crackheads die? Crack overdose. I mean, you just have to do enough that you like. Or you have to, yeah, I bet you like if you swallow a ton of it, you can like have a heart attack probably. Um, yeah, I can't just spend an entire podcast shitting on comedians again because I'm not a professional comic. Too person. easy. That's the problem. Um, but like, there are a lot of great filmmakers, there are a lot of great authors, there are a lot of great musicians. There are like, Five good comedians ever. Maybe there's, ten. Well, there's, I mean, there's a couple of solutions to this. One, you could raise your standards for filmmakers because really, are there that many? Yeah, I'd say so. There are a lot of filmmakers who have, have made great movies, you know. Uh, I don't know if they're there, necessarily- like they, they were great movies for their time. And there was a lot of comedy that was good for their time. Nah, yeah. there's still a lot of movies that hold up great. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's really just because of the internet. The internet just took over that role because it's like a lot of, like most of being a comedian is finding an angle that no one's heard. And with the internet, you've heard angry, every angle possible. Like I've listened to like recent Dave Chappelle and Dave Chappelle is one of the best. And oh, the yeah. shit used to be like cutting uh, edge. Yeah, very cutting edge. And now it's like I listen to him, and it's like, oh, I heard, I heard, you know, I read a tweet that, that was just this at the beginning of this year, you know. And it's like, oh, Dave Chappelle is six months off, and like, it's it's um. Well, he had to it, workshop that bit. Not, yeah, it's not his fault, but it, it's you know, it's it's he, he my brain is my brain has been destroyed by by the internet. Yeah. But it's just like it's just not. You can't really do that anymore. You can't have. You can't have uh, funny takes on things because everyone's found every possible avenue. Instantly. It's like, like the second anything occurs. Yeah, when Louis C.K. came back, he had a bit about um, about identifying. He basically had like an attack helicopter joke in his act. Mm. And people were like, um, you know, people were mad that he was back, obviously. But they were just like, oh, this is like a 2015 YouTube comment. And it's like the fact that you think... Like it's true, but the fact that you think a 2015 YouTube comment is like ancient history is is a problem with you. It's not this 55 year old man's fault that he's not up to date on like internet culture war bullshit mm-hmm. 
that's like it's just that you've you've uh you've gotten too high a tolerance for 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 cultural commentary that and nothing is nothing short of like total insanity is is funny to you anymore so well, it's like it's not no, his fault he's still exists. funny but it's just like this isn't a medium that can really persist at all the novelty is uh can basically no longer exist in an immediate form and i think that like the short you know com- comedy is done in in short form you know it's done like a bit doesn't last longer than 10 minutes at the very most if you're stretching it you know and yeah. those that's that's something that's completely subsumed by the internet like you said Whereas, like, I still think that there there is novel to be had in other forms because it's over a more prolonged period of time, and you can sow seeds of ideas that pay off in a longer period, which give them, can you know, conceivably give them complexity. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I've also never been like a huge fan of stand up comedy, and just in general, I don't know. I'm just, I did it again. I'm just here. I'm back here again because because the internet because the fucking because of COVID, there's just fucking nothing going on in the world other than hearing comedians talk about fucking COVID. I'm trying. I'm reading books. I'm reading books. Yeah. Stuff. At this point, YouTube is just like fuck, man. I don't know. Do you want Patrice O'Neill talking about the Balloon Boy? I don't know what you want. Yeah. No. It's <laughs> it's completely done. I mean, you, like you wanna you wanna watch? Uh, I don't know the Persona Four Endurance Run again. I'm done, man. Yeah, I've run no, out of 20,000 20, terabytes a day of content, and you've watched all of it. It's nobody over. wants to hear about, about Godel, Escher, and Bach. Like that's not anything anybody wants to hear about. They don't want to hear me talk about a about a book. So, it, <laughs> like, I could what what could I talk about? Um, uh, fucking, I guess anime. Oh, we could talk about anime. Um. It's a good thing we filled, we, we really uh, front-loaded this. Oh, I guess it was on the mic. Got anything Kitty. to say? I guess not. She just wanted to check it out. My mic has been getting torn up lately, mysteriously, while I sleep at night. So, mm-hmm. wonder who that could be. Yeah, I don't know. Um, just, uh, just you know, your mic, mic sock rot. Typical mm-hmm. mic sock rot. Uh, we did, uh, what was I saying? Oh, it's good we front-loaded this with conversation because there's, I, don't, I don't have much to say about this one. I don't know if you do. Um, we watched another Macross Yes, Macross. Um, because I wanted to know more about my favorite future funk outfit. <laughs> uh, and uh, I didn't learn anything. But I, um, we were uh, we were trying to figure out whether to watch Mac- Plus or Macross Zero, and I <laughs> was trying to figure out which one was more like Ace Combat, and I was told that Macross Zero was, and um. It's not much, really. No. But it is a show. It is a five episode OVA from 2002. Mm-hmm. It's a prequel to Super Dimension Fortress Macross. That's the first one, I think. Uh, this, is, this is one of those 20th anniversary projects. I like it when Japan switches things up a little bit for the 20th. It's like, hey, this has been around for a while. It's. Just do some weird Let's break it down for no dude. real reason. Let's break this break shit down. Let's break it down. Idols in space. What about ladies who sing on an island? Oh shit, dog. That's, That's fucking zero with incarnation really of that. Popping my fucking bean right now. You're really fucking. You're welcome. You're really deglazing my pineal gland. <laughs> deglazing. <laughs> 
Uh, really uh, in my noggin. <laughs> this, I, um, uh, what was I talking about? Yeah. So I, I literally only, only watched this. It was directed by Kawamori Shoji. He's the Macross guy. Um, he also did Escaflown and Aquarian mm-hmm, and Basquash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, those and, are very silly names. And AKB 0048, which I have watched, which I did know was by the Macross guy, but I did not know the significance. And now I know is that he likes CG. Um, and oh, and also he's known for a little franchise called Diadone, which um, apparently uh, Transformers is based on. I didn't know Transformers were rebranded Japanese toys. <laughs> but they're not just Transformers over there? No, Transformers are fucking they're Power Rangers. They're they're they took the Japanese toys and they called them something else. What? <laughs> I did what? I never knew that. I mean, I I had a feeling like I, I guess had I no idea. Japan animated like the movie and the the show, but well, I think if you're going to have someone animate robots, of course it's going to be yeah. Japan, but it's like I I thought at least Transformers was ours. Dia clone. Diadone. Diaclone. Oh, oh, is it? Did I read the C L as a D? I did, didn't it I? Diaclone, yes. Wow. Oh, wait. Is this? Is it a C in my? No, I just typed it wrong. Yeah, Diaclone. Do you think did they bring those movies in Japan as Transformers or Diaclone movies? Who fucking knows? These are the big questions. Yeah. A big, a big question that I will simply look up. Oh, the Michael Bay ones, they didn't. There's no way. Mm-hmm. But um, but what about the eighty four or whatever one eighty six? Well, yeah, is the show is the show a diaclone show, or is it like was it made as like we need we like your toys we want a show based on no because no because he came up with this shit it's all, all certainly based on let's see uh, Japan title um. It, no, you know, they it, called it Transuforma in in Japan. It looks like. I bet that's a thing where they America, like the West, kind of took it on, and yeah, immediately probably. they just rebranded it in Japan as Transformers. Yeah, I feel like Diaclone right. is probably an obscure thing that no longer. Okay, yeah, it became Transformers in 1987. So, yeah, it just, it just got rebranded at a certain point. IMDb this, helpfully. Helpfully tells me that the Japanese title for Transformers the movie is Transuforma Zamubi. <laughs> yeah. but squash. Also, there's, th- there's three Japanese titles. One of them is Transformers the movie Apocalypse Matrix Forever. One of them is the one I just said, and one of them is Transformers Moku Mokushiroku Matrix Yoheni. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on in the Matrix. This guy's been working for a hot fucking minute. Now. Prime. Oh yeah, he's the original Macross guy. Still doing, still going. They still um, let him do that. Yeah, he, he made he made some popular things. Um, this was produced by Studio New Nue and Satellite. Um, it's five episodes. I said that. Um, this has not received an international release, so unfortunately, I just had to. Kind of take everything in via context clues in the DVD I spent five hundred dollars on shipping over here yep, yep. without subtitles. 
Um, well, I actually printed out subtitles that fans had made, and I just flipped through them throughout the course mm-hmm. of the movie. I spent, uh, you know, two month, two paychecks on uh, shipping it over here via DHS, so I could get it here two weeks ago. But then we had, we ended up delaying the episode a little bit. So. Unfortunately, well, yeah, that's fine. one that's of fine. the one of my discs was scratched because because they, they did there were three discs. You had to watch that bitch sing acapella three times in a row. Yeah, there was like a skip. I couldn't watch an entire scene. I think it was probably the scene where they fucked. I'm not sure though. (laughs) I'm hoping it was. Um, It was uh, the character design is by the guy that did Outlaw Star. That explains why everyone is just a little tan. Just a little bit. Tastefully. But uh, this is... um, this is a, a quick one. It's about fighter. It's about fighter jets. It's about a guy who's. This is a war. They don't explain what the war is about. I don't think really. And it's between, but it's but it's 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 uh between the UN and uh, the anti UN. Um, and there's a boy. He works for the UN. His name is Shin, and he crash lands on this on this primitive island that is not Mayan, but it's called Mayan. Very strange. Strange things. And it's inhabited by brown ladies and uh, some other people. And uh, it's about uh, him and these people getting caught uh, in the in the midst of this horrible uh, conflict. And there's... Uh, and there's... They have all these legends about things and you, you know they're all going to be true. But in a science fiction way. Sure, sure. Instead of... Uh, they are aliens. Uh, like a tropical necklace wearing puka shell kind of way. Uh, but they I'm are aliens, tired, though, I'm I guess. Tired, I'm tired of... Uh, I'm tired of, of the obsession with the native cultures. Um, I'm, tired of, I'm tired with it. I don't want any well, more, this, this want is any more a, going native stories. He doesn't even go native, though. I mean, yeah, yeah. this is a very... It's it's a very um, very typical s- story of this sort of un un uncontacted, mostly uncontacted people's encountering. But they got like, but they got like modern world and being upset about it. Shirts and stuff. They got like yeah. shirts. Well, and you know, things wash up on shore. You know, that's a lot of clothing to wash up. They get I good was, at, I, they get I good found, at knitting after you know thousands of. Years. I find. You know. I was very confused as to like what level of isolated this culture was. Sure. Like, Cause like, really like we're in like a Macross type world and there's this whole Island. Like did the, the, the UN and the anti UN just decided we're not, we're not going to go here. Cause we know that's not true. It's, I mean, they did go there. That's what yeah, it shows yeah. about, but it's also tiny. And uh, you know, it's kind of like, um, it's like, uh, you know, they're, they're not like, they're not like uh, savages, but they're more no. like they're mo- they're like bumpkins. They're like um, yeah, they're like hicks. They're like out in the middle of nowhere. They have one generator. It doesn't work anymore. No one cares. They fish, um, and they carve sticks, and that's it. Kind of, you know. Like carves, the carving stick thing never actually paid off, did it? It's like if, if you go to the if you go to total bum fuck Africa, like people people still have t-shirts, you know. I guess that uh, is. Some there's a word for it. It's called a uh, jugad. Uh, J U G A A D. Uh, there's a picture of like a like a guy, um, like Rick, like a, or no, he's he, there's a horse. 
he's he, it's a horse-drawn carriage but the carriage is made out of a car the chassis of a car and that's <laughs> so that's like retro retrofitting that, that's your god yeah it's like old shit made with new shit hmm. um i had i had a thought it's gone now that's fine oh well um you said there's no i also knew what you were saying but i couldn't i can't remember it either um so it's uh there's so it's yeah it's cultures colliding and it's uh there's a lot of symbolism oh about i remember the, it i'm sorry about, yeah but they never pay off the carving stick things pay off what do you mean they, it's like a th- an element of their culture which i'm sure we're going to get to is that uh in this culture you carve sticks yeah they you- basically use that for a couple of jokes and then they're kind of done yeah, It'd be cool if, like, uh, what if the what if at one point his robot got a hold of like a tree stump, and then as he approaches her in the final conflict, he holds out the stump or something that like that. You know, that would be a good. Clever. Yeah, that would be good. Uh, yeah, that'd be a good through through point. It feels like a. It, it feels. It kind of feels like I'm watching um, a series of video game cutscenes with no gameplay in between. You know, you ever watched like all the cutscenes of a game? Sure. In, uh, on on YouTube, and it's like, uh, you know, it's like someone talking to you, like go, and it's you know them running out of the room, and then it cuts to the next scene where something's exploding. Kingdom like, there's Hearts a scene. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Or like I said, Ace Combat, which is not like much otherwise, but it is a lot like a PS2 game in general because there's a lot the of stuff like that. Way I had as well as I'm like, this seems like some PS2 game ish shit. <laughs> there's <laughs> a lot. Of, yeah, <laughs> that was that was big back then. This is a five dollar. GameStop bargain bin pickup PlayStation. <laughs> you can get this on UMD. Yeah. Yeah. This is all oh, PlayStation Portable. Let's go. That's what I. That's exactly what it is. It's a PSP game. It's a PSP Macross game. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just it's not like a. It's not like it, it all creative in any asset in any facet really. There's there's very little going on here in terms of like original stuff. No, they <laughs> have they have some characters and they sort of establish some backstory and then sometimes they kiss and that's kind of and then they and then they explain ancient uh, ancient legends. Pretty um, pretty kissy sort of show. There's a lot. It feels of, like lot of- it feels like they wanted to make a 52 episode show, and this is like the OVA proof of concept. Um, but instead, this is all that this is kind of all there is. Also, let's not beat around the bush here. I said the guy likes CG. This thing looks like booty ass. This, <laughs> this thing looks like fuck cheeks. <laughs> um, it's pretty. There's some pretty egregious. Uh, that's the one of the sticks. That one looks okay. Let me find a. There's some. There's some pretty pretty egregious robot stuff going on. Oh, uh, yeah. It uh, that looks worse than a PS2 cutscene. If that wasn't a PS2 cutscene, I'd be like, "What the fuck is going on?" They you see the in-game models. There's so much shading going on on the CGI things, like to try to integrate them in a way, but without like, any of the movement. It, it's it looks like they're trying to integrate it into the wrong show. It looks like they tried to do claymation and <laughs> gave up and were like, oh, let's just do a few of these. God damn. Um, yeah, it's uh, the, the, the mechs and the planes. The way they move is bad. The way they look is bad. The direction for the action scenes, which there's a lot of, doesn't hold up. Has not aged well, sorry to say. 
That was the, that's yeah. the one thing I was looking up uh, screenshots of Macross Plus. I was like, ooh, maybe this isn't. Maybe this also isn't great. But man, this one looks super cool. Nineties. That because it's probably drawn by by humans. Oh yeah. Yeah, I am um, at it right now. Mm. Yeah, I I didn't hate like the stuff on the island. I, I I kind of like the way that some of the character designs look. I just found a lot like the mech stuff in particular to be really rough. Um, and he kind of he goes back and forth between the island and this aircraft carrier. So it's not like oh I'm stuck on this island. I need to adjust. It's like everyone's always everywhere. Well, it's so and... weird that like he just leaves the island without like a tearful going away. But he's at one point of the show, he's, he's like the 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 organization, the UN, shows up and they're like, and he just is on the aircraft carrier after that point. And there's well, no I mean, well, doesn't one of them doesn't one of the mechs crash land and he gets and that's how he gets back the first time at least. Um, I but we don't see that happen. He gets in the mech, and then there's he a fight. In it. Yeah, yeah. The episodes, the beginning of the, the beginnings of the episodes are kind of well. I mean, little jump here. Uh, yeah, especially the last one. Especially the last. Very, very strange. There was uh, yeah. The, I mean, the one I. I mean, look, I wasn't paying. At some point, I was like, okay, I'm not paying the closest attention I've ever paid to any show. But at one point, like, I'm like, oh, I guess he got captured because he's getting beaten. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that happening. There's some Maybe jumps. It happened. Yeah. Um, but it's it's Macross, so you have to have robots and you have to have also singing. And in this case, it's usually it's idol singing. But in this one, it's um naked lady singing in like a waterfall. Um, and it's just sort of it's in French and it's one song. Yeah, so you know, you know, I don't zero. love me I don't love me some acapella singing in my anime, if I'm being mm-hmm. honest. But, uh, but I do like the part where she's naked. That's good. I do like nipples. Yes. I love nipples actually, as a matter of fact. They're my favorite. Yeah, they give her nipple. They give um. They give a flashback where she's small and there's still nipples. Yeah, it's great. There's not even any reason. She's not even singing in that one. She's just sitting there. No, I don't know why she's just got her nipples out around That's her dad. Because they're they're because they're um simple folk. They don't have shirts for the ladies. But but they got shirts for all the other ladies in the show except for in that one scene. What about the kids though? Maybe they don't care about the kids. The kids got clothes on. Like, I know. I love. Yeah, yeah. I made sure. <laughs> I'd st- I paused and I went through every, <laughs> every, uh, every, every side, uh, every extra. Um, so there's some other characters. There's a main guy, but then there's also um, another pilot named Fokker. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. Come on. But but every single time. <laughs> every time they said Fokker. Fokker. It's just uh It sounds even more like fucker when you say it in Japanese. Yeah, it's just It's probably the exact same pronunciation, right? Like you only no... use the name fucker in 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 English speaking country to make a joke. I mean there yes. I mean not anymore because there was a movie where that was the joke, but Yes. But uh yeah. That's uh so I don't know where they found that one. Um Sorry, cat's sitting in front of my the, the notes icons. Oh, I can't. Uh... Can I get mouse statues? What statues? Mouse sister. What like figures? Yeah. No way. Let's see. Hold on. I'm, I can I can figure this one out. 
Um, across zero. Let's see. Let's try Mandrake. See if there's any used. Now, what what is our last name? Just no from across zero. There's a there's a scale model of one of the planes. Um, it's not available right now. Well, I could definitely bust some nuts on a plane. You can, yeah, you can get Ivanov's plane, his SV fifty one somewhere. What about like um, what else? What other, what other shops? I've got, I've got a, a figure from a different Macross series where there is a a film adaptation of this story in that other series in which a girl plays her on screen and wears her dress. Uh, so that's okay. pretty close. How about um? What is this? This is a... Okay, you can get a Macross Zero DVD with her on it. <laughs> Hold on, check this one out. This, mm-hmm. this, is, this is pretty good. I can work yeah. with this. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a rough one. That's not even... That wasn't even released. It wasn't no. even like, that's like a garage kit. Hold on. My figure collection. Oh, my God, these faces are not good. Figures have come a long way. There's a... Is this a Nendroid? Is there a Macross Zero Nendroid? Oh, that's cute. Oh, that's the big sister. Yeah, that's not going to do it for me, Joe. That's not, not going to do it for me, Ka. Hmm. Uh, this, I wonder if this character has significance outside of Macross Zero. That is cute. Aw. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, anyway, let's move on. Hold on, I'm still looking on Japan auctions. Yeah, because well, because now I'm. This is like this is my. This is my my expertise. Yeah, it's all. I think these are all the big sister. Can we? Um, I never want to hear the term. I never want to hear the adjective weird ever again. I think weird is is. Uh, Incredibly lazy, and and works in so many situations that it actually gives no new information when it's used. Well, if like you have to know the other person, like if I told you something was weird, you you would get it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It would, be, yeah. But, like if some, if yeah, if fucking, fucking some, you know, some some lady from the office says something's weird, you're like, oh, it's like. What what does that mean? I can mean anything. That, that gives well, me it, no means, it means it's not weird, probably. There's no frame of reference for, for, for what yeah, that, that could that, be. That's a zero information I mean, it's statement. weird constantly. It completely loses meaning. This is true of every word, of course. But weird in particular is a word that has been turned over and molested so many times that it, it is completely devoid in normal conversation between people. Because, because weird could apply to um, pretty much anything that is abnormal um but that doesn't give me any more i i felt weird what kind of what, how did you feel weird i yeah. don't know i don't mm-hmm. know yeah, if, you're, if you're describing like um if you're describing something that you work on as being weird that basically i would take that as meaning inconsistent so that could be fine there um you can't say that the television shows weird don't say oh weird. yeah no yes any, any any media Yes, please, of course. Please, it's like because because what does that mean? This 
It's like, this show's pretty weird. It's like, that could mean that it's uh, um, esoteric. That could mean that it is inconsistent and, and uh, just constantly all over the place. It could mean anything. It, it could, it, weird, could it be a positive or a negative? And it's like, yeah, this is, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty weird show, you know, is in like out there and, and uh, abnormal. You know, I, and, and uh, just kind of like off the beaten path. I don't know. There are lots of th- ways of describing things other than just weird. That guy's weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's one that's bother- that bothers me. Not specifically the, that guy's weird thing, but in reference to media, describing something as weird is... is uh, we should dr- drill that into people at, a, at an early age. I think it's emblematic of a larger issue of people not necessarily having... People can't explain why they like things or don't like things. Um, and uh, that's a huge blanket statement, of course. But, like, it just really bothers me when, when uh, people don't have the, 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 the I'm, see, now here I am. It bothers me when people are weird, man. Bro, this rant is pretty weird. Oh, my God. I don't know. Uh, Okay, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay, Let's go back to I want to talk about Macross. Yeah. Uh, what else happens in Macross? So there's a, there's a big, there's a, something's going on with this ancient Cadillac grill, and it's forcing humans to evolve, and to do that, every once in a while, it has to kill a bunch of people or something. This is not anything to do with the war, by the way, that's happening. I don't think. Um, and then, so t- to keep that from happening, someone sacrifices themselves. I think the big sister dies at some point. I might have missed that. Right at the, at the very end. Okay. So she, she, dies, okay. she dies right she at the end in, in the, the final confrontation because uh, she's got a... What, what happens... Uh, it blows up. It gets blown up by, by the UN, and she's in it. So she dies. Okay. Um, yeah, they're, they're, the, these island people are very concerned about, um, what do they call them? Cadon? Cadon? Kudon? Uh, Kudon, yeah. yes. Yes. And that's basically anything bad. Yeah, and it, it, she also says it at the end when she's attacking. I don't. I it basically means juju. Yeah, yeah. Um, but of course, it's always aliens. <clears throat> uh, what? Well, uh, there's a black nerd who helps him out. Ed Ogar. <laughs> He's fat. Yep. Mm. There's evil people with, with the anti UN. We got there's two a, pilots yeah, there's there. A bad, there's a bad lady, and uh, there's a guy antagonist, and the lady has a grudge against the UN because her sister was raped. That was really, I thought she <laughs> springs that one on everyone pretty yeah, fast. Yeah, that, I, 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 that, um, I, yes, <laughs> she was pretty quick <laughs> to drop that. It's like that's some pretty traumatic shit to just whip out. Um, also, how do you know that if she died? Yeah, though, did she watch it happen? 
I don't know. Invoking, Why didn't they go after you? Because you're ugly? Were you fat? Did you used to be fat? Evoking rape is, is a, a, a very specific and serious thing to do. And uh, it just comes across as silly when she's just throwing it out there. It's, and it's like during her, like, this is the reason I want to fight speech thing. Uh, maybe she's in other Macross media or something. I don't know. Um, I feel like this is probably a prequel by like 200 years. I doubt anyone else. But I could be wrong. The UN, wait, the UN raped and murdered her sister? What? Well, you, UN, UN fighters, you know. Who knows? Who how, knows did she get to, how did she get to this position? I want to hear that story. Um, I want to hear the story of how she got... Probably the so, same way her sister got into her position. Oh my god, by force. Um, by using her feminine... She used, her, she used her feminine wiles to get raped. Oh, to get into the anti-UN for The other girl used her feminine wiles to, well, I guess maybe she thought she was doing something else, but she did, in fact, get raped. Yes. I, um, I and then there's, then there's the other, <laughs> there's the other pilot. Who, they're in like a bone kind of relationship where they have sex. Is it science? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who, who has sex? Uh, the, the the lady pilot and the dude pilot from the NTUN force. Oh, they do. Yeah, or at least they they are making out and then they fade to black, which is a, a communication. Oh, yeah, I that part. Everyone um, kind of makes out and everyone's kind of like a blonde guy and a, a blonde lady. So much making out. So much making out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there's a scientist on the UN side. There's a scientist lady and and Fokker who have a past, and the yes. past is again pretty. Pretty well-worn territory of, like, he let her go be a doctor or whatever, and now doesn't now regrets it because they were a couple in college or high when school or I, something. What is she supposed to be? Because when you meet her, she's like a cigarette-smoking type doctor lady, and by the end, she's like this whimpering mess. Um, stepping on a landmine will do that to you. Yeah, but then they made out after they stepped on the after she stepped on the line. It's called the suspension bridge effect. You get the bitch's heart pumping. She doesn't know what it means. Yeah, yeah, that's why I always have firecrackers go off. (laughs) I have a pocket full of M80s on every Tinder date I attend. I actually just keep a gun with blanks in it. Just like you're just like, hey, what's over there? And you toss one. (laughs) (laughs) Like Jesus. Yeah, yeah. A, lot of people go to, a lot of people go to horror movies. I turn, I turn their life into a horror show. Yeah, that's, yeah. How I get, that's how I get the mood going. Is I hire somebody to be in a skeleton costume and chase us around. <laughs> and jump out from the bushes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like I'm like, we should go on a hike. It kind of, uh, it's like, oh no, we got lost. It's a little close to dark. And then my friend comes I'm out. Pretty sure, if we just head back, we've only we haven't made, taken, taken any turns. No, 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 no. It's this way. And then suburban Sasquatch shows up. Oh. <laughs> It'd probably work. You have to sacrifice oh, yeah, your yeah. friend. Like, oh. <laughs> 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 uh, I wonder how. <laughs> oh, you, you, get you can hold on to me tight if you have to. And oh, oh. A guy in a Michael Myers. Not even. Who, who okay. do you have to get? Who do you get? Who, which one of our friends do you get to do that? <laughs> if you need somebody, mm-hmm. Stephen. Yeah, he'll do anything. He doesn't care. <laughs> Stephen, Stephen would end up getting caught up in a tree or something. That's a, that's it, why you do it. Yeah, that's that's yeah. The, that's the point. I've never <laughs> seen 
seen this guy ever before in my entire life because you take the mask off. Oh of him. my god, it, this is so scary. I don't know this man, but I will fight him to protect you. <laughs> Kick Stephen's ass while he's, he's subdued. Like, he's, like, he's in one of those glow in the dark skeleton. <laughs> he's a stick figure guy. Yeah, I think I might. <laughs> really, he's, he's in a pirate costume. You're like, dude, I told you to be a fucking something scary. It's like, yeah, dude. It's a pillage, man. It's a Halloween costume. No, like a scary one, you fucking moron. Pirates are scary. I'm a ghost pirate. They would, disrupt, they would disrupt all kinds of commerce. No. Dude, have you seen my teeth? I've been, I've been fucking, I haven't had any, <laughs> I've, they all fell out. I'm part of the costume as I was really committed to the role. I just, I have scurvy for real. <laughs> Smell my breath, dude. Oh, fucking gross. Um, <laughs> No, no, I'm going to stage a mass shooting. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Is I'm going to make, <laughs> I'm going to set up a situation where the, we're like in a grocery store or something. We're like, uh, we're like, where we go to a gas station. And while we're in the gas station, I'm going to have somebody come in with a mask. I'm going to have to pay off the person behind the counter at the gas station. And uh, they're going to have blanks in their gun. And they're just going to start unloading. And I'm going to get her out the side door and escape. And she'll, and she'll be like, we need to call the cops right now. It's like, no, no, no. Let's go home. We got. We just got to go home. And, and the cops are right on it. Let's go. Yeah, let's go home. We're the cops. You know, you can't trust cops nowadays. You're right, Ethan. You're you know the only man. Some of those that something forces are the same that burn cross. This is the girl from the astrology. She's like, oh my god, you know. <laughs> uh, oh, stage of shooting at the astronomy conference. Astrology. <laughs> astrology. <laughs> Oh my god, bring I a, fucking bring a model Tommy gun to the astrology convention. Oh my god, oh my god, I knew that Saturn and Jupiter were in the wrong positions to hold this conference. <laughs> uh, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't do that. They don't deserve that. No. Well, you know. they're, they're just doing their Look, anything if it gets you laid, you know, do what it's you har- It's harmless. They're harmless. Yeah. <sighs> But so is a fake Tommy gun. I'm just saying. That's true. It's true. Oh, uh, anyway, Macross Zero. Macross Zero. Uh, they uh, there's a training montage where he gets good at the robot. They tell him generic things about feeling the opponent. He fights a lady. I don't know who that lady. Is, huh? But he has the so girl beating. Off. It has the girl beating him up. Scene, you know. I liked it. Sure. I liked it. Yeah, beat up by a girl. Um, naked water ass. I wrote. Okay. Uh, uh, evil Western devils pointing sharp needles and bribing with sweet juice. That does happen all the time in uh, real life. It happens every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's. Uh, oh, that's I. That's what I was saying. Before, is they they the one really most constantly used metaphor is this uh, comparison between the. The sea and the sky, with the sea representing uh, like the primordial, and the sky representing, you know, the technology or something, I guess. And it's it's so there's there's a there's there's a scene with where they see flying fish, and I was like, okay, you're kind of going somewhere with this. Um, and the ancient legend is about they're the founder of their island falling from the sky, and uh, becoming. He like falls in the ocean, 
and then a bunch of other shit falls from the sky. And how old is this? How old is this civilization? They're probably descended from aliens or something. They probably how how, that, how, how how long is this it's civilization been around for? Holy fuck! There is some ancient civilization. There is some like, you know, what's his name? Like pr- like mother mother civilization pre pre ancient uh you know shit going on in here. Um, I liked my favorite scene in the entire show was the scene where they went into the coral reef. That was my favorite part because I'm oh, like, gee, that I wonder why. Nice. That looks like a nice thing to do. It does look fun, except for the part you can't breathe. But no, but she breathes free, man. She's got plenty of air in those lungs, and unfortunately, there's only one way for that air to get in my lungs. I wish it was. I wish it didn't have to be this way, but mm-hmm. oh, no, we're forty feet under, and I. I don't have the capacity. I'm not going to make it back up. <laughs> oh man, that's a really, that's a really smart way of uh, of sneaking a girl to give you a kiss. Is like you you create a situation where you, you don't have a ton of seawater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, uh, you get a you get, the, you get the local village's twelve year old, uh, only twelve year old girl to uh, to mouth yeah. kiss you underwater. <laughs> oh, so man, if I if she wasn't there, I don't know what I would have done. She saved my life. Just yep. walking on, walking on, walk, <laughs> walking onto shore, like walking up from the ocean, coming up but with it fully, fully erect. Oh, oh yeah, hard ass through your trunks. <laughs> like, man, you're not gonna believe what happened down there. Wow, it saved my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's like throbbing. <laughs> it's like clear that I cut my. It's clear that I cut my snorkel gear with with a knife. <laughs> It's like very odd. I must have gotten caught on a coral reef or something. It's very obvious that it was done with a knife. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just love the idea of creating insanely dangerous situations. <laughs> Incredibly <laughs> elaborate situations to get like a kiss. A, a kiss from an underage girl. Yeah. You know, you know, if you're rich enough, that's basically what your entire life is, I think. I think mm-hmm. that's really the thing is that you just uh if you go far, if you go to far enough off lands, um, you're just an innocent outsider who who needs to be shown the ways of. At of, some point, it gets boring, or just like sending the girls to other rich guys to be like, "Yeah, he'll like me more if I do this." Uh, anyway, oh my gosh, uh, yeah, 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 and and uh, because you're you're so rich, you're able to go to a number of different places, and, you know, gather a, ho- a whole bunch of girls that are going to save you when you're in life threatening situations, like you're mm-hmm. cornered by a tiger. And the only way to get the tiger away is to kiss. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I like the sequence. I thought, I thought, it, I thought it was nice. Just oh, I know this. Pleasant. I know this tiger. That's Mabube. His only fear is two people kissing. <laughs> <laughs> the only way we have to we have to go to the top of this volcano, and the only way to subdue the volcano goddess for for uh, for us to kiss right now because we're here. This is, we got to do this to save the save the town. I just read your horoscope in the New York Times. <laughs> you just have a tablet open to Wikipedia. It says that uh, as a P- Pisces, you have to kiss an old man on the lips. Yep, that's that's it. That's a directive from God himself. <laughs> <laughs> just see, seeing that in the in the Chicago Tribune one day, like you must. You must tongue kiss an old man. God wills it. <laughs> God demands it. Um, uh, it's 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 uh, my, you know 
You know how in Star Trek they're like, okay, we can't um, make contact with civilizations that don't have FTL travel. Prime directive. Yeah, mine's the prime directive, which means oh. that if I encounter a civilization, I must kiss a twelve-year-old girl. <laughs> uh, oh God. Ah. Yep. Yes, sir. <laughs> Uh, well, she's cute. She's got short hair and she's brown. I like her. Yes. And let me check the wiki real quick. Oh, yeah, she's 23. We're good. I agree. I agree with that. 23-year-old <laughs> now. It's crazy that... that and even if she wasn't, she knows what's up. <laughs> yeah, the island? Come on. Come Primitive on. Culture. You know, they're, you know that shit's a good new role. Yeah. They go, by, they go by the rules of nature over there. You yeah, can carry so. one. It's time to plant one in there. Yeah, I, I too go by the rules of nature and that I always carry a sword on me. Yeah. And, which I will use to threaten people. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's get back to Matt Cross, I guess. I think the doctor lady dies. Yeah, she's, she's not doing so hot at the end. I think the implication is that she dies because she dies mm. on screen. Yeah. I don't know if I was supposed to be torn between the UN and anyone whole time i could I, I tried to think of someone i would side with the un i was happy. oh oh right did my there cat, did my cat t- hit something hello yes yes what do you mean what's which yes am i here i, I hear you now yes excellent um you're gone again um, i guess no I'm, I'm, I'm just i was supposed to talk at that time okay okay you're thinking um, about that you would side with the UN against? Yeah. I couldn't think of one. <laughs> Not any side you want to defeat, that's for sure. It's, uh, it's, uh, oh, yeah, no, if you're, if you're interested in, well, no, I mean, eh. I guess in this, in this, uh, world, in this scenario. I have pretty, an irrational distaste for the UN, and I'm not sure why. I uh, just know that they're lame. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, it's the blue, I think. Blue. I think it's the blue. Yeah. Um, Unity know, most, scares me. Most of the rest of my notes are just bird. Yeah. The lady oh. calls him Boya. I like that. They don't like giving blood, which is like a thing that people encountering the UN probably care about, but also there's some backstory about the big sister giving blood to do something to an alien. What did that blood end up doing? It awakened something that did, I don't know, man. I thought her singing the woke yeah, alien. She sings. Uh, the series never brought back the stick. I was, uh, for the first couple episodes that was on my back mind. In the episode where it is, but no, never after that. I was like, it was in my head, or I'm like, oh man, he's gonna have to point the stick at her eventually to express his feelings for her, and she'll be like, oh, what? Because yeah. that would be a scene that would use the things that were introduced in this show. Yeah, no, instead they just make out at one point. Yeah, which I that's fine, but you, you can't not, give me that. First of all, wrong girl. And second of all, this uh, stick. No, who's the right girl? What? Why'd you switch? What happened? Oh, I thought we were talking about when they're making it when they had the kiss underwater. Oh, right, that does happen, doesn't it? No, no, I'm talking about when he, the actual makeout. No, yeah, no, that's. Okay. I don't know why you. I don't know why you'd want her. She's a stick in the mud. She's very. Uh, well, 
younger sister she wants, does end up being right about everything. The so younger sister wants to repair. Are probably going to destroy everything, and then they do multiple times. This island can't catch a break. First, everybody gets killed, and then there's like a, a huge bomb that gets dropped. And there's a huge battle right off the coast. It's rough. There's an alien. What, what are they going to do about it, though? It's not like they can do anything to stop it. Yeah, so, but they can at least complain about it. Yeah, but like, what, what about the younger sister? The younger sister wants to repair that generator. She climbs in trees. Yeah, she likes the new shit, which is how you know she's dumb. Nah. She needs a good, good. No, nah, she, she just needs, needs somebody to show her all the new stuff. She needs somebody to integrate her into modern society, like some sort of fuck on honest situation. Gonna integrate her into these fucking bunker busters, into these robots crashing into her house. Oh, I'd, I'd fucking bust a bunker all over. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that's pretty much the extent of our of our Macross analysis. I think I knew our uh, our uh, our I knew our takes were going to get way way stupider as soon as we started talking about the actual show because there's not much going on here it's just a shame um because it's it's like there 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 are they don't do anything with any of the ideas that they have of their own and the rest they just go for like the most bog standard short narrative like side story ideas i feel like there are 80 ovas for other shows that are identical to this this is just like the uh, the, the problem with offshoots of huge pieces Maybe. of media. Yeah. Um, there's something called swag energy. I thought that was funny. I'm just going through things that I wanted to make note of. I bet that there is a Star Wars Clone Wars series of episodes that are identical to this. Like where where or like uh, there's a novel. There's a book. Yeah. Something where someone like, crashes on. It's called Star Wars, but it's just someone crashing on a planet yeah. where. Uh, he has to learn to. Yeah, I mean it's. Oh, they got this ancient primitive. But it's not even. But it's not even one of these. It's not even like a Avatar dances with wolves, whatever story. Because again, he's not really integrating. He's not doing anything on this island, really. He's just kind of there temporarily. Uh, what? what the, the, everything gets kind of just thrown away in the last episode, anyway, because they like, get this big dumb fight, and none of the things that they introduce pay off. People just fight. And then die. He has one, one girl's the chosen one because she can sing. It's like a fucking, it's like fucking Final Fantasy or something at the end. Yeah, where it's like chosen one because she can sing, and she's like, oh my god, I can destroy everything, but the love of this one guy and the understanding is enough to that doesn't want to be violent is enough to soothe my savage soul. Oh, there's a button on the in, in one of the planes that says push to jet. Hell yeah, and jet is spelled with two T's. I think it means jettison. They spelled it jet. Um, he uses magic to fly the plane. Yeah. That magic flying That's... plane shit was so stupid. That's it. Um, it's I okay. Quick quick thing just about we didn't I feel like we didn't even really talk about the jets. I don't like that the jets have legs a lot of the time. I like that they're able to do interesting things by like using the legs as forward thrusters to like rapidly change direction. And I think that's visually interesting. Uh, I just, I do not like the fact that the jets have legs. It's very weird. Very weird. Yeah, weird. Well, I mean, they're halfway between robots. And that's a metaphor for the, you know, they're halfway between uh, the one thing and the, and the other thing. Right. I don't, I don't like that there's a huge element of 
the plane design and all of them when they're robots. Um, I guess I'm just not a huge fan of the, the robot aesthetic of Macross in particular. Bummer. Yeah, Macross doesn't really have a super defined. It's like it's like, hey, what if we did this? What if we did this stuff, but also singing? But then this one's zero, so it's like there's a little singing, but not really zero um, singing. Yeah, uh, and then for AKB 0048 he was like, "What if we had just the singing and then no robots, but only a little bit, uh, a little bit of fighting?" It was not great. It was it was okay. The fall, uh, you know, the summer of good had a had a decent run, but we're kind of on two two lesser things in a row now. Are it's, we? Uh, it's better than most of the stuff we watched for the the seasonal shows. Are we into the the autumn of awful now? No, dude, it's the autumn of awesome. awesome. Yeah, no. dude. The autumn of acid because we're psychheads now. It's not even the same A sound, but fine. My fucking my mind is gonna be mush. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on. I want to live in a yurt for the whole for the whole period. I want to be sweating out and then ingesting chemicals every single day for a month. Yeah, I mean, I've decided I'm never. Um, my work emailed me today, like, yeah, you're not coming in for the rest of this year at least, and I'm like, I'm just gonna move away and not tell them. And then if they ever want me to come in, I'm just gonna be like, sorry, it's been, it's been eight years. I live in, I live in upstate Maine now. That should be my motivation really is if I'm good enough in my job, I will be able to keep it and move to the woods. Yep. Yep. And then eventually once those stinky linkies take off, uh, you won't even have to have the job anymore. Yeah. Everyone, please. Yeah. This is your last chance to buy link before we're, Rocking it on up. To oh, the you, it's gonna move. To the moon, shot, baby. <laughs> shot. We are the psychedelic warriors. We are. We are all the children of Terrence McKenna. We are all carrying right now, because I maybe have a trivial amount of DMT in my brain somewhere. We are all carrying. Everybody smoke DMT. Everybody break through. Everybody buy XRP and your stinking Lincolns and uh, yeah, just inv- make really, really huge investment decisions while very high on psychedelics is all I can tell you because that's the best way to live your life, I think. Because I don't, you, do you want to live your life as a sheep? Do you want to spend the rest of your life bowing down to the man every single day? Kid? Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about too is I also, I watched a couple of movies with Connor and Steven the other night. Tim was also there. What did you watch? We watched. So I wanted to watch. So there's. Okay. So there's an interview with Jerry Bruckheimer and Don Simpson. They're on Charlie Road. Yeah. yeah. And it's their heyday. It's like mid nineties. Don Simpson is on 60 something drugs at once. Um, and um, you see, he's fine in the interview. Like it doesn't seem particularly yeah. out of, out of control but he does hold the record for most drugs in his system during his autopsy. But talk, the movie they're talking about is, uh, is Crimson Tide. Yes. And I wanted to watch Crimson Tide, um, and it's all right. Okay. It's, uh, it's pretty all right. And, um, and uh, a couple people were talking the entire time because it's I guess, not exciting enough for them. It's like a war drama. 
It's just two guys <laughs> shouting at each other for two hours on a <laughs> submarine. Um, but decent. Um, what I mainly wanted to talk about was a movie I thought I would hate and then did, which was Starship Troopers. Oh, you didn't like Starship Troopers? No, because I don't know if it's. I wonder if I wonder if it's because I know that the reason it exists is because Paul Verhoeven read three pages of a serious book and decided that it was for dumb meathead jock Nazis. Mm-hmm. Um. Because it's like so fucking ham-fisted the entire yeah. thing, um, and like knowing that, knowing that at least by some accounts that book is like a serious consideration of what a futuristic military-based society could look like, mm-hmm. and just him being like, I uh, I hate talking. We need to shoot the the bugs. This is like yeah yeah. Thinks- it's, it's like trampling on like a dune. You know, like not that it's of the same quality of Dune, but it's like you just reduce it and and uh, yeah. If, uh, if, uh, I, I, don't, I don't hate Starship Troopers. It's not my favorite of Verhoeven's work, though. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's like a mildly successful and sometimes a little funny, uh, but it's not my favorite of his. I'm, I'm much more of like a RoboCop. And very much, very much a showgirls guy. Oh, right. I forgot showgirls. Man, that guy's whole career is just doing satire that no one gets, even though it's just hit you over the fucking head with a mallet. It's a miracle. Somebody somewhere understood RoboCop. Yep. Uh, Did he do Total Recall? He did do Total Recall, yes. Okay. Showgirls is the best. I, I, I... I will stand by. Show- I, do I, I don't know. Show- I do remember enjoying Showgirls quite a bit. I don't know if I could ever come up with a coherent argument as to why it's good, but I, I know don't remember it's anything good. for the pool scene. Um, I just remember the whole thing is so like gross and sleazy, and and to where like that's entertaining, and the situations are so ridiculous and over the top that it's it's very entertaining because you got mm-hmm. you just got like mob enforcers smacking girls around rooms and stuff and. There's a scene where where a guy comes in because like at the very end of the movie, um, the girl's situation is improved somewhat, and uh, the the dude that he used that used to manage at a strip club comes in and, and like having like a tear a tear jerking moment where he's like, "Must be a uh, must be pretty different not having a bunch of dudes come on you," and and it's I just think that line is so fucking funny because it's like the emotional. <laughs> Most poignant mm. point in the entire movie. Where it's like we've gone on this epic three-hour-long erotic adventure. Yeah, I just I remember it going on for fucking ever. Yeah. Do yeah. they switch protagonists at some point or something? Like if just I feel like it's just it just goes on for so long. I don't know. Um, no, I love Showgirls though. Uh, but anyway, yeah, and no, I I can understand not loving Starship Troopers. It's again, it's not my favorite of his movies, but uh, I still enjoy it. Is that line from that movie? You want to live forever? I say it a couple times. I don't know. Oh, because that's know. the one that's famous. I'm like, wow, is that really from that? I haven't movie? seen it in a hot minute. Um, what is are those the two movies you watched? It is. I'm so deep into into Naruto right now. Oh, it's from Daniel Day. He's an actual Marine. Uh, Medal of Honor recipient. Um, 
Uh, either I could talk about Naruto now, or we can save it for a future podcast, because uh, I would have oh. to pee if you're going to talk about anything else. He said it in real life in 1918 during the Battle of... Maybe this is in France. Below, below, below Wood. That's a funny name for a place. <laughs> what did you say you were going to talk about? Uh, I could either talk about... I would have to go pee, and then I could talk about Naruto, or I could just talk about it on the future podcast. That's it for this one, folks. We'll okay. see you next time. It's been great hanging out. Um, take us away, Johnny Clark. So, I'm sorry if you really like psychedelic and aren't a weird person. Weird. You said weird. That's one. Weird. That's, one extra, that's one tab. Weird. So my